Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I'm so excited to have you again on another episode of Tasty Tidbits. Today, I'm excited to have a special guest with me today, and we're going to be talking about something that I am so compassionate about, I'm just passionate about, and that's knowing the heart of Jesus, that's having an encounter with Christ, that's having an encounter with God. And so my special guest, Joshua, is going to talk with us today And I know and believe that by the time we end today, you're going to have an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And there's going to be a supernatural divine um, transformation in your life. And so I'm believing God that even as we begin to go into this podcast, that the Holy Spirit begins to just rush over you and that you experience him in a new way. But with that being said, I want to introduce to you Joshua. Joshua Marsingill, he is an author. And he has a wife, Mary, and they are the founders of Abundant Encounters. There's a That's an online ministry that helps Christian embrace an encounter lifestyle like Jesus Christ revealed to us. Jesus did what he saw his father doing and said what he heard him saying. We have invited, been invited into this inheritance on the earth. Abundant Encounters serves Christians through inner healing lay counseling sessions online. Josh has written and developed encounter and prophetic journals available from their website. His flagship book is Encounters, pressing into the abundant heavenly supply, which is available on Amazon. And I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. Joshua, how are you today? I'm so good. And thank you. I just feel the Holy Spirit already. It's really good. Yes, yes, yes. Well, just tell us a little bit more about yourself before we get started. Um, Yeah, so I was, um, I guess, you know, my Christian story is really just that I got a late life Christian. I got saved around 27. And and um, you know, I'm uh, so I was an atheist before, and now I'm, you know, I just love Jesus. He he totally rocked <laughs> my world. I got married. I mean, oh my goodness, you know, God has totally restored my life. He gave me purpose and meaning, and and um, I live in a town called Selma, Alabama, where there's just a there's a lot of need here. <laughs> but we <laughs> in 2020 when it was super weird for everybody, mm-hmm. and, uh, but we just we knew a guy that was here trying to help people, and so we wanted to be involved with that, and we've been here ever since. So it's been it's been good. God's doing some awesome things in Selma. Well, that's awesome. And I'm, I I know, you know, we're, we've been experiencing revivals in many different areas, but I, I believe and truly know that we're even upon the most greatest revival among the Christians in the body of Christ. And that's why it's so important for us 
to understand how to have an encounter with Christ and um, talking about supernatural encounters and being familiar with it because um, I'm no, not sure if you're familiar with the show, Sid Roth, and he talks about it's natural to be supernatural, you know? And so I believe the supernatural is yeah. going to be natural among the believers of Christ. <laughs> we all yeah. need, to, we need to know him personally. We need to connect with him. We need him to guide our lives. Uh, we don't need to have to live and survive on our parents' faith. You know, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. To, right. But we don't have to survive on that, and we can't survive on our pastor's faith either. It needs to be our faith. We need to have a personal connection, mm-hmm. the, the the amazing ability of God to heal us up, set us straight, get us uh, you know purified inside, and everything else. He's just he has such a great ability to help us, and um, you know we're made for him. So. Amen. 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 So today we are talking about supernatural encounters with God. And would you just share with the listeners from your understanding what an encounter truly is? So for me, I ended up defining this and I really worked at it. Um, I got a background in academics, so I probably took it too far, but <laughs> I was really just looking at um, how uh, it, it, to simplify it, it's just um, at any moment that you know that God is real. So, I mean, I wanted, I realized that the bar was set high for God and that was a silly thing. So it's like, well, if I just had a little moment, even if it was like just a, you know, like a kind of moment of emotion or something like that, where it just, it let me know, it signaled me in to know that God was real than that, I would qualify it as an encounter. Now, I don't want to just discount like the, the crazy encounters. And I'm so glad that God does some of that. I mean, I never would be here with you if it wasn't for a, a really wild open vision that the Lord gave me. Um, so I, that's to me that, that kind of, but it just lets, lets more, it lets us acknowledge more of what God is doing around us and in our lives. And when we start to acknowledge it, we start to see the fruit of that. So it's, it's, it's just really cool. We start to be able to steward these little experiences. And when we begin to, you know, steward in that, then things grow out of that. You know, it, it, they get, they get bigger. We start to have more God in our lives. So um, I think that that definition helps people understand that, you know, even that little moment that, you know, you just knew that God saved you from a car crash or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that totally counts, you know, or yeah. if you had some crazy open vision where you saw Jesus or something like that. Of course, that counts, you know. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, God, you're everywhere. You're you're doing everything. So if I have been able to come into the understanding that you're real, then, yes, that's an encounter. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important, Joshua, that you said that, because so many times we hear a lot of amazing stories about dramatic encounters um, that Christians have. And some may feel like, well, you know, I didn't have a major encounter like that. Does it make me where I'm not special or is it, you know, is something different? And that's not true. And I'm, I'm glad that you brought that out because every encounter matters with, with the Lord, whether it seems to be small or big. If it's, if the presence of the Lord shows up for you and Jesus shows up, that's a major encounter, you know? And I think sometimes we put that in a box, but God moves in so many ways. Yeah. And I think the the other thing is, is when you think about it that way, you can rehearse back in your, in your history and you'll find that you have all these moments with God mm-hmm. and you'll get so encouraged. You'll get, you, you'll get slain in the spirit. You'll be like, wow, 
God is, I mean, you'll just, you know, I mean, as they say, like you get drunk in the spirit or something, just think yeah. of the goodness of God in your life. Cause he has, he has encountered us. And, and that does mean that you're radically important to him. And uh, that is a statement that he's made in your life over and over again. And uh, to, to him, each and every one of us are so valuable that, that he, we were worth giving his son. So we know that, um, that, you know, what he's doing is letting us know, hey, I'm, you're included in this. And most of us, we've had experiences. If we think back, we've got a rich history with God. And it's just important to be able to acknowledge that, bring that into the, the present, especially if you're dealing with a hard uh, you know, situation in your life or anything like that. You need to be able to remind yourself. David used to do this in the Psalms, too. You know, just, he would just remind himself of all the things that God had done. And he'd start out and it would be like muddy waters, but then he'd get to a place of like, wow, you know what? You're God. I've got nothing to worry about. And I can look forward to the rest of what today's going to bring and tomorrow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is so true. And I, I believe that even now you could share with us, Joshua, just even from your experience of being an atheist. Mm -hmm. um, and when you were an atheist, you yourself, when you got saved, you got saved through an encounter. So tell the listeners a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to. I love sharing this story because, you know, as an atheist, I, I, you know, I didn't know this and I would definitely wouldn't have admitted this, but looking back, I can just tell that I was really angry with God, you know, which is okay. You know, like uh, it's, it's not the best position to be in, in the world, but he can handle it, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and that's what he did. He handled it <laughs> with me. But um, so I, I really had, I kind of had it all, you know, I, I grew up poor and my dad, my brother committed suicide. So my heart was a mess, mm -hmm. but, um, but I had kind of worked myself out of that and gotten to a place where I was, um, where, I, where I was really self-sufficient and had a great job living in a downtown area in San Diego, California, and um, just making good money. And I just thought everything was good. And, uh, but I was so empty inside and I was uh, drinking and, and drugging and doing different things and, um, and just really unhappy, very angry. And um, so one, one night I just decided, you know what, I'm going to do what my dad and my brother did. I'm going to get off this, this ride. It, I can't stand it. <laughs> and, and I said, I'm going to kill myself. And I bought a, a, a fifth of whiskey and uh, a bottle of uh, sleeping pills, some powerful sleeping pills. And I was like, all right, this is it. And I, I took the sleeping pills, drank the bottle. And um, and about four hours later, well, I'm sorry, let me back up. So I, I said this thing, which was very important. <laughs> I said to the, to the God that I didn't believe in, I said, you know what? If you're real, go ahead and kill me because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want a new future or new beginning or anything like that. So, um, but I think he honored that <laughs> <laughs> because about about four hours later, I woke up and I was like a brand new person. So no hangover, mm. no, uh, no, uh, you know, just feeling of anything. Actually, I felt so good. I decided to go for a jog. And um, and one of the crazy things before I get into the jog is just I, I had peace in my mind. And I, I before that, I was dealing with severe anxiety and things like that. I would have panic attacks and be on the floor. Um, sometimes, and, you know, I had a real high profile job, so it was really hard for me. Um, so, uh, but like at this point this morning, I woke up feeling great. Um, and like, just so confused by that, you know, and, but also like so much peace in my mind. So all this, what I had with anxiety was like these spaghetti thoughts, you know, <laughs> like crazy kind of going everywhere, fighting each other and all that kind of thought. 
uh, all that kind of stuff. But like, um, but with peace, it was like a, a linear straight line. And, um, and that really was a, a wild miracle. I mean, just knowing a little bit about the brain, I mean, that's like a limb growing back. I mean, there, you know, mm-hmm. the, <laughs> the super highways of information in my mind had been ripped out and a new oh. set of, of like, of pathways had been uh, brought in. And that was so completely, uh, you know, just obvious, like that it was hard to get past. So that was the first radical miracle and, and uh, really significant. But I, I'm still, I'm not a Christian, so I don't know what's about to happen, but I, I have this open vision. And long story short, in the open vision, I, I see Jesus. And Jesus looks right at me and he calls me Josh instead of Joshua. And it was just that little bit of familiarity that got my attention. I was like, wow, like, you know who I am. And, you know, I'm an academic at that point, And I really, I'm thinking I'm having schizophrenia, but or something like that. And I'm around the, the right age to, to have those symptoms and everything. So I was like, man, this has got to be something like that. And, um, but when he looked into my, at me in my eyes and I saw kindness in his eyes, it just, it messed me up. So, so good. You know, <laughs> um, I mean, I just couldn't figure it, you know I mean? is I know that people had told me about relationship with Jesus, but I'd never heard that. And, um, and I'd always heard hellfire brimstone mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and, um, you know, just judgment and those kind of things. And I, I just had no idea that he cared about me. And so that, that set me on a path. Thank God that, that really brought me to salvation. And, um, but it was amazing. Like he, this is how much our God loves us. He ran, he, you know, he ran after me out there in this, in this nothingness and this insanity and um and rescued me he's a rescuer and um i just think it's so amazing and no matter what where we're at he's he's continued to be the rescuer <laughs> it wasn't mm-hmm. just that one time he's always rescuing me and uh i still make a lot of bad decisions sometimes <laughs> and he will <laughs> rescue me um he's got me on an awesome path now though so it's 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 so different and i'm i'm so grateful but yeah, yes and and that's awesome, awesome story. And the listeners, even as Josh was talking, you know, we've all made wrong decisions. We've all made wrong um, turns in life and different decisions that we even make today um, that may not please God, but there's forgiveness um, right. in Jesus Christ. And the thing that I love is that he is a loving God. And that's what Josh was sharing, even with his open vision from Christ there was love in his eyes. And, you know, I've heard of others who've had experiences where they had open visions of Christ and every time in his eyes, it was just compassion and love. There's just so much love there that sometimes it's even hard um, to fathom the love that Christ has for us. And so if you're listening um, today, if God, if God can um, heal an atheist, change an atheist and show his love. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It doesn't matter what you are experiencing. Um, He is there for you and his love is there for you. um, If you just hold on to him and, and that's what he wants. He wants us to have that relationship with them. And Josh, this is bringing me to my next question. Why is it important for Christians to experience God? Yeah, I think it is really important for us to have our personal experiences with him because I mean, we're trying to do it on, you know, yesterday's encounter. Uh, <laughs> it was, you know, 15 years ago. I met, right. you know, and I, it's just too hard, guys. We need an encounter right now, today. And, um, and, and so like God has this supply 
he's like, and he's not holding back. He's, he's wildly rich. He created everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's not, he's, he has no reason to hold back on us. He's got a rescue plan. We're a part of that. We get to, you know, bring heaven to earth. That's, that's mm-hmm. the that's on our, on our, <laughs> our lives. And it's for all of us. It's not just for pastors and right. you know, heads of state or whatever, you know, it's not for just those. It's not just those, uh, us. it's for all of us. And, mm-hmm. and especially in this generation, in this time, we all got to carry this. And, um, and so he's, he's lavishing that on all of us. And if we're, if we're still holding on to something, which is also wonderful to remind ourselves, of course, but if that's all we got and we're just not expecting God to do anything new, then, um, then we're really, really struggling because in our own ability, we're finite in his ability, we're infinite and Mm. it's, it's flowing through. So it is the wealth of heaven that God is using to do this rescue mission. So when we, when we have peace then then we end up like let's say there's a a crazy situation at work people are stressed out and um and but you have this peace on tap from heaven and so you just you just tune right into the lord and and you're like um you know and you feel that peace and you're connecting and and bringing it into that room well, who makes the best decision in, the, in that room? The people that are stressed out are the one that's got peace. It's probably <laughs> the person that, with peace. Right. So, so like, uh, you know, if you think of this, even on a practical level, like this is what God's up to. He's not really, he's not hiding it from us. He's hiding it for us. So when we're really interested, we start pushing towards um, understanding that we're part of this, that this is our inheritance. We're on a rescue mission with our Lord. This is a, a snapshot, a little tiny piece of eternity that we're involved in right here. And so it's our opportunity to tap into heaven's supply and just absolutely change lives and bring people peace and and everything that heaven has to offer. Everything that we've experienced, we can give away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love that just being able to tap into heaven, heaven's encounters and bringing it to the earth, because that's that's what Christ wants us to do. And when we have that peace and joy with the world being in so much chaos and all of the things that are going on and uh, um, depression, suicide rates, all of the things that um, people are experiencing uh, when we carry the peace of God and the presence of God. You don't even have to make uh, sound a loud trumpet to say, get saved or Jesus is Lord. Your peace in the presence of God with you, it draws the people and they want to understand and know how do you have that peace, you right. know, in the midst of that. Yeah, it's the evangelism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the evangelism of jealousy. You know, it's just vaguely mentioned in the Bible, but it's so <laughs> cool that it's in there. It's like there's we're evangelists. Um, you know, in just making people jealous for what we have, because that makes them want to ask questions. You're like, well, mm-hmm. where are you getting that piece from? <laughs> you know, yes. Uh, you know, I don't have enough of that in my life. You know, and um, especially when, you know, and lately, pressure for time, just all the craziness that's out there politically and everything else. Mm-hmm. Just, we have to be carrying stuff just to keep our sanity. I mean, it's just a, it's a wild world we live in. So it's never been more important for us to have it. But when we have it, we have we have a river. We don't just have a pond, you know, a, a single supply of it. We've got a river that's flowing through us. And that picture from the Bible is really powerful because it means that it's going from us to others. So it's coming into us and then it's going mm-hmm. out. And mm-hmm. That's the way it works out. That's how it stays fresh. 
it's fresh water, you know, it's just, um, it's a really, really symbolic, you know, idea, but it's, it's very true. It, when you start to live this, uh, life of revival, this, uh, you become a revivalist, you become that revival and you start to show up and wherever you go, revival starts to happen. Mm-hmm. And, be just little pockets and stuff like that. It might be just a night, but Hey, if it's a revival, it's valuable. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, and I love that Josh, you're going to have to give me a little bit more of that. You talked about um, the evangelism of jealousy. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. I wish I could remember the scripture. It's in Isaiah, this idea uh-huh. that I'm getting in. Um, but yeah, just the, you know, when we have, um, when we show up and we're the ones that are empowered by our God, empowered by the Lord, then even when people are like confused and they're trying to do things in their own strength and all that kind of stuff, they suddenly realize that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And of course, that just moves their heart and they just, they're like, oh, I got to have what you've got, you know, mm-hmm. so that in that is, is, is jealousy becomes a, an effective evangelistic tool to bring people to help cultivate hunger in others mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. didn't think they could be hungry it's like wow you really have something and you know and a lot of that comes from authenticity if our relationship with god is authentic and um you know and then it's people notice that you know you're not making it up um you know and it's it's not it's not someone else's faith it's yours you mm-hmm. know so, uh, i feel like i said that a couple of times but maybe somebody needs to remember that it's like it's just it's not it's not your parents faith it's not your pastor's faith mm-hmm. it's faith and your faith in you even the size of mustard seed all that is really powerful and can move mountains and that's and move people's hearts Mm-hmm. And, you know, Josh, we were just talking about that in Bible study yesterday. And I was telling the people, I said, you know, it's, I was saying the same thing, you know, the pastor can pray for you. Um, you can have so many people pray for you, but in the end, you have to believe you have to have the faith that the Lord will use you in the same way or even greater. Um, but it's according to your faith. And like you said earlier, this is the time in the season where God wants to pour his spirit basically upon all flesh. Um, so he wants to, his, he wants his spirit to be poured out on all flesh. He wants his glory to be manifested. Um, and the way that it will be is when we have that relationship with him and have that encounter with him. And so I want you to, um, if you would for us, Joshua, for the listeners right now, if you could take a few minutes uh, to take us through an encounter here on the show. So just to give the um, listeners a better understanding about going through um, that encounter. I'd love to. And, you know, the Bible uh, talks about meditation more than a lot of people think it does. It's, it's mm-hmm. throughout the scriptures. David meditated. Joshua meditated. There's there's a lot of meditation in there. And one really cool example is in Psalms 19, where David gets fascinated by the, the movement of the sun as it crosses the sky. And he just kind of obsesses about it for a moment. And, of course, I'm kind of inferring in that. But... Um, but he, as he does that, his mind becomes full, and um, and in that he starts to have this moment with the Lord, and so so in in just imagining like how God moves that sun across the sky, he just has this he has this connection. He's like, I want that, and he, you know he kind of goes on about it. He gets poetic a little bit. He's like, it's like a bridegroom chasing his his bride, you know, and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And um, it's it's really beautiful. And then, but what he's doing is he's filling his mind with thoughts of God, 
And uh, by doing that, he's he's getting closer and he ends up having this beautiful encounter where he's like, you know what? I want that. I want that to be a part of me. And so, Lord, search me, know me. I want, I, you know, pull out anything that's not supposed to be there because I want that design. I'm, I'm a part of that design. That's my inheritance. I'll take the, you know, and so that that can be our desire. So, uh, you know, so one of the, one of the big things for having encounters is just uh, the, I've been looking for ways that God can just do that in the moment. And um, so I think like meditation is a powerful way to do that. That's basically the point I want to make before we get into this. But mm-hmm. um, so in meditating on the Lord, one of the ways that we can do that is we can use our imagination and God made the imagination. I just want to comfort you in mm-hmm. that. You know, like God made it. So we hand it over to him and he can use it um, and he He sanctifies it. He purifies it. He keeps it straight, you know. So um, so. Yeah. So if you, if you want just to close your eyes, if you're in a place where you can do that, if you're jogging, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can just kind of pay attention to, to my, the sound of my voice and let it lead you. But, um, just in this place, if you can close your eyes, I want you to begin by just imagining heaven, imagine yourself in heaven. This is Colossians three. It says, imagine yourself in heavenly places. Think on these things. Um, so, just in heavenly places, there's things we know about. There's a sea of glass there. There's there's elders around the throne. There's a throne, you know, and there's the Father, and there's there's all this um, just heaven stuff. There's angels, and um, just imagine all of that. And now with your right hand, I want you to imagine that Jesus has your right hand, and Jesus has your right hand and everything you can do to feel it just kind of press into imagining that for a moment and um as he has your right hand he leans over to you and says i'm your advocate all right all right and then your left hand your left hand father god has your left hand and he's got your left hand he leans over to you and he says i'm your defender and then i want you to take a deep breath that's the holy spirit let him in and he says, I'm your comforter. And so you are here in this heavenly place, completely uh, well represented. You have good representation. And and I just wanted to, you to take a moment with that. So I just let it in. Imagine how amazing this is. This is all true. It's all biblical. And you're just imagining it. And so let the Lord take your imagination with that. And what I want you to do is kind of look back down on your situation, anything that's been bothering you lately or anything like that. But but keep your hands, you know, with Jesus and, and Father God. You got the Holy Spirit. And um and just right now, what you can do is you can you can look at your you can look at it from this perspective. You're in heavenly places. And maybe it's, you know, the earth is way down below or whatever, that's fine. If it's like that, but the perspective is different when you look from above on your situation and maybe those things that that you felt were really hard or completely challenging in this place of eternity, it's a little different, right? And so that can be really healing. So just allow that to heal you. And your openness is not to me, but it's to Jesus. It's to Father God. It's to the Holy Spirit, just as they embrace you in this moment. And here's the here's one thing I want to activate you with. Ask Holy Spirit. He's he's the counselor. Say Holy Spirit. And ask him about your situation. What do I do next? You know, who am I in this time, in this situation? How do I how do I reapproach this? 
and then just give a moment here or like five seconds. We'll just do five seconds just for, for the Lord to answer. And what I want you to look for is impressions. Okay. So you don't have to make it up. You don't have to try to bring a scripture into this or anything like that. He might do that, but just allow an impression. So just, we'll just wait just five seconds here and we'll ask your question and we'll wait for an answer. So I know some people heard some stuff and I think it would be really cool if you inspired both Tiffany and I with this and uh, wrote to us and those kind of things. Cause I've had, you know, I've led a lot of people through this same encounter and, and I love to hear any kind of moments that they have with God. It's so encouraging to me, but it's also encouraging for other believers and stuff like that. And I'd love to pass it on, but I hope you did have a really wonderful experience. If you're still there, stay there. Yes. <laughs> don't, don't leave the anointing. <laughs> Um, don't leave, don't leave your moment and, um, let God talk to you. Let him counsel you. That's what he does. Give him this seat in your life. Yes. Amen. And thank you so much for taking us through that encounter, Josh. And one of the things that when, when we went through that and always it quiets the spirit, it quiets your spirit, it quiets your mind, and it begins to get you off focus off of all of the other things that is going on and keeping your focus on Jesus. And immediately for me, the presence and the peace of God just shows up. Yeah. Um, and that's because that's who he is. And even when I, while you were taking it through, I would go through, I went through with myself because I, I believe in that um, mm -hmm. because that's where you get most of your, your prophetic um, insight. That's where you get most of like you said, the impressions is when we quiet our spirit and when we are at the place where we're not doing, giving God a lot of demands, where we're not, you mm -hmm. know, decreeing a lot of things and praying for a lot of things. But once we really, I heard Catherine Kuma say it a long time, once we get silent in the presence of the Lord, that's when the Lord begins to um, manifest himself and reveal himself in yeah. our imaginations. Like you said, it's his you know, he created all of us. I heard somebody say our imagination is bad. No, it's what we do with it. But when we allow the Holy Spirit to take over, that's where he speaks, because that's where our mind is. That's where the enemy always constantly is attacking. So God would sanctify that so that when we're in his presence, we can recognize who he is. Come on. So good. <laughs> yes. Yes. So that's what I felt. I felt the peace. And when I put my situation before the Lord, um, he just confirmed and said that, you know, he's going to do exactly what he said. It's just to continue to trust. And sometimes we have to just um, hear the voice of God and know that God is in control. And so listeners, even as you've gone through this process, know that the Lord is in control. Everything that um, you have placed before the Lord uh, during this time of encountering God's presence, know that he is faithful and just to keep that which he's committed unto you. And so we are looking for the testimonies. Make sure to just um, email me or let us know. And Josh is going to give us his information um, so that we can hear about your encounter. But Josh, before we go, would you pray for those who hunger for more of God's presence? And um, it feels like they may be under attack or in areas of their life. Can you just do a simple prayer for those that are listening today? Yeah, yeah. I just agree with everything you said. God's presence is in the present moment. He's mm -hmm. right. Being yes. present in this busy world, God knows how hard that is. So 
yeah bless you with that and yeah if you're struggling if you're you're there and you really need god i want to just bring you up into my heavenly places like lord jesus i just i petition the throne lord god bless these folks really move in their lives lord god let let them experience you in profound ways lord let their hunger be ignited lord god let the fire consume them in the best possible way lord god you are so amazing lord god let us look on your face intentionally lord so that we can give up every all the old stuff and move into the life that you have for us today lord god i just thank you so much father for your power and ability lord god you're not you're a living god and you move today so so lord we ask for that you're so rich like we said earlier lord you are rich lord you are able to do anything and so we just thank you lord god we put our needs before you because you are the miracle maker you can do anything you can move mountains for us lord god and i believe that for everyone listening and thank you so much lord you're amazing Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Josh, for being a part of the podcast today. Um, Let the listeners know how they can get in contact with you. Yeah, so we're on AbundantEncounters.com. So Abundance and Encounters. We're all about this stuff. Uh, God changed my life with encounters. And I mean, so AbundantEncounters.com, but uh, we do inner healing. And so if you're really struggling, and this is like kind of whetted your appetite a little bit. So you're like, I got to have more encounters with God then do connect with us. We we do uh, sessions, especially if you're having a hard time. I love working with atheists or anyone that would uh, want to reach out to us. Um, and what I, what I we have like a, a session that, that we can do that helps you have an encounter and recognize the encounters that you've had. And so that's really valuable. And I just want to offer that to anyone that's just been like, I don't know, it's just been kind of dry. Have a dessert season instead of a desert season <laughs> for change you know what i mean yeah. to, your, to your situation there and have a dessert situation situation because you know god god is amazing and you do not want to miss out life is so precious mm-hmm. so i i pray that you can have some breakthrough and if you need us we want to work with you of course we we're an online ministry so it's national and uh, you can get 10 percent off of all our services and stuff like that right on our website and um, and there's a lot of free stuff and awesome things on our website too. So it's abundantencounters.com. All right. Thank you so much, Josh, again, for being a part of the episode today. And listeners, go check Josh out at Abundant Counters and get more information. And if you want to, like he said, have some dessert, go there and check him out, get the free information. Um, anything that we can do to strengthen our life and anything that we can do to build up our spirit and our faith, um, we should fill our spirit so that we can be full and that we can do what Josh said and release God's presence out on those. Um, that desire to have him. And so until next time, we look forward to having you again. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.